tell me how many times you um, uh, yelled Look, today. What is it? I have seen a lot. This is hilarious. Flock of sheep at McDonald's. Oh, I saw that. Old, Old McDonald's, McDonald's farm. farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, welcome to our podcast where it's just random things all strewn together. But that's normal. This is a spa <laughs> for your ears. <laughs> Please enjoy the, the dulcet tones of Spencer and the high-pitched... Shut up! The high-pitched honking outside. The treble notes of Chris. Treble notes. The, Chris, the, why don't you give us some of your soft voice? Soft and supple. Okay. <laughs> gonna cut that out. Just a hard gag. Just a <laughs> whole lot of... <laughs> Screeching tires of people who were listening to this in the car to just careened off the side of a mountain. Suddenly, we had just an escalation of people crashing. Um, it was rough for everyone. I mean, rough, rough. literally rough, rough, rough. rough. All rough. vowels are now o. Rough, rough, rough. Yes. Um, I was going to say something. You, oh, you asked me a question. How many times did I scream today? Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, none. I haven't really screamed much at all today, which is very you surprising. You screamed like six times since you got here on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count. Yes, it does. It, okay, a little, little bit. But okay, we're not counting today. But today, I've... <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? <laughs> um, how many times I screamed today? Uh, no, because normally I always start out my day by getting out of bed at noon, kind of working out a little bit. Going downstairs. I feel like it's a get out of bed, do a yoga shavasana, and then a scream. Well, there's not normally a scream at that point. Um, It's whenever I go downstairs, and then Daisy, whether or not she's scared, excited, or anything, she'll pee. And so then I scream, and then she runs away, peeing. So then I have to clean up pee. And then I'm yelling (laughs) about peeing. To the bottom floor. Yeah. And so I'm yelling about pee. Um, But today she didn't do that. And I'm very proud of her. That's a round of applause for Daisy. Come I mean, on, Daisy. Yeah, good job, Daisy. Um, I gave her, I called her a good girl and gave her a treat and petted her on the head. That's something she that peed. she never gets from me. So, and she was just like, oh. she did pee a little bit when I pet her. <laughs> but I didn't yell at her for that. The hand is coming near. <laughs> but it, I mean, it's not as much as it normally is. It was just like a little drop and she licked it up and it was gross. Yeah, that's why I don't let her lick me. Because <laughs> she drinks her shit. So for all of y'all that are on the podcast now, sorry, dogs yeah, are disgusting. Don't, don't go to Chris's house and let any dog lick you. Yeah, well Bailey can, but she her her breast. She thick. doesn't lick, does she? I've she likes me. Lick. She didn't like you. Are you sure about that? All dogs she, like me. Oh okay. She just likes scratchings, but she'll like gradually just be like, okay, you can okay. pet my butt. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, please leave now. I don't like you anymore. You're blocking all of my attention from Chris. Um, but yeah, so I didn't scream at that, and then I went to go pick up my masks today, which made Max. me feel much less anxiety-ridden. Um, oh, is that what was doing it? Yeah, I think part of it. Um, and then what else did I do? No, that was it. So I cooked lunch at like twelve thirty because I got out of bed at eleven and worked out, and then like played Animal Crossing for a little bit, and. But then I realized that I cooked lunch and like didn't eat it for like an hour and fifteen minutes. It was just like sitting, like I'd ser- fully served the plate and just like sat on my phone 
And so that was when I realized, like, I should probably... Like, what did you make that it was okay to eat cold still? Meatball subs. <laughs> I guess you can eat that cold. It wasn't, like, not super cold, but it, like, it was just, like, room temperature. <laughs> so it was just, like, it was not the greatest. The greatest. I love that you've chosen that for lunch. Or you got it from a place, or you made no, it? No, no, I made it. It was leftover. From I made it, like, what, four days ago? Five days ago? This weekend? When was that? that Last was, week? Yeah. March? We made it on I Sunday. I think I had food poisoning. Sunday? Yeah. No, probably March, yeah. It's been in my fridge for that long. It's fine. <laughs> it was right next to a piece of moldy cheese. That I think used to be a piece of bread. <laughs> <laughs> so next to a creature that said hi when I opened the fridge, and I was like, what are you doing here? Hi, I'm Paul. You remember that from Jimmy Neutron? No. I think you're finished. <laughs> no. <laughs> Keep going. There's still lots in there. All right. Oh. Okay. I think they prefer the white claw opening to yeah, that noise. Yeah, then that noise. Because that just sounds like... <laughs> to teenagers at a drive-in movie in the 50s. There's still stuff in there. What? What? I said there's still stuff in there. Hold on, I put them in the, in the sink. Say something. Tell I, me something. Tell me something good. I shaved Thomas's head today. Okay. You well, know who can shave your dog, though? <laughs> Tell me who can shave my dog. Aussie Pet Mobile! <laughs> Do you want a clean pet without all the hassle? Packing Fido up in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you could have the groomer come straight to you? With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you can! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water. No hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer's ability to take care of all of your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, whitening treatments, hair styling, dead sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pet with a personal 100% cage-free one-on-one experience, all in the comfort of your own driveway. <gasps> you know what else the pest Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? What? Good social distancing practices. Make your appointment and be sure to ask about our contact-free pet grooming service. Oh, yeah, brother. Don't do that. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you got your favorite flavor. Yeah. I, I opened it backwards because every single time it's a 50% chance. Is it going to be lime or is it going to be black cherry? Lime, black cherry. Lime, black cherry. Now I see lime. So I'm always hoping to open it on the other side so where there's no black cherry. You want lime. Because black cherry is on the full other side. It's sad how much white claw I drink to yeah. know that. Black cherry, raspberry. <laughs> Grapefruit, grapefruit, lime. Yeah. Oh, every time. It's depressing. Anyways, tell me more about your day. You said you shaved Thomas's head? Yeah, I shaved Thomas's head, and I shaved my own. More. Uh, more. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. going to say, you shaved your head on our sassy hour, which I wanted to bring up as well. Sassy. Uh, because before we get into Rupee podcast, we do have to say that yours truly and his truly. What? Is that a thing? I'm sorry? Is that a thing? Spencer and I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, lip sync for our life. On our sassy hour last week, um, and it rivaled you, that of um, I would say Alyssa Edwards and Tatiana. Oh my god! In the shut up and, and drive. drive, almost to the point of like Brooklyn Heights and Evie Oddly. Oh yeah. I that, mean, the mm-hmm. tricks that I was turning out, baby. I I mean, 
<clears throat> my pinky is still a little sore from doing all those back handsprings. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was worth it. Well, that was, yeah. And me doing the weird, like, wheel yoga and then walking and lip syncing at the same time, that was mm-hmm. fierce. Yeah. And that crab walk where you had a hernia that just exploded on stage. <laughs> yeah. And then your whole intestines came out. Yep. That And that was all fake. What? Yeah. I believed it. I had so many prosthetics. <gasps> I'm just in a wheelchair now. Oh, my God. It's the shame that you did all that and you still. We both lost. We both got sent <laughs> home. <laughs> she was not very fair. No, she wasn't. She was like, you both fucking suck. <laughs> I'm sick of this. Our I'm drag leaving. queen um, expert, Cinema, came on and told us um, that we were both terrible. And then she sent us both home. <laughs> but she had the final decision. <laughs> she said, no. <laughs> I don't want any of this. <laughs> Now Whatever you're, you're selling, um, I'm not going to buy. I don't like that, so no thank you. I would like a return on my time for this. <laughs> so how much do you guys both owe me for this like settlement? We can settle it right here, right now. Um, but we have another one coming up on Tuesday as well. So if you're bored at 6 o'clock or you're not bored and you're just drinking, don't drink alone. Come drink with us. Yeah. Because we are always causing our own mayhem and mischief and... Um, havoc and entertainment. <laughs> and if you want to see Chris's eyes do an Aiden Zane and like one of them goes oh the other God. way, just they, tune in. They do that normally. I mean, it's doing it right now. Yeah. Uh, that's just one sip of a white claw. <laughs> and you're like, oh, whoa. Hell yeah, <laughs> brother. <laughs> Boo. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I was wondering Uh-oh. if you were going to do a lip sync. Thomas is going to do a lip sync? He wants to. Oh. I fell on the floor, but I did that on purpose. I rolled on the floor. I, like, crawled on the couch trying to be all sensual and then, like, face planned out on purpose. <laughs> but then I think on people purpose. thought... But, yeah, well, I did it on purpose, but I think people thought that I did it on accident, which made it less funny. So, Sure, Jan. Oh. You want to talk about Jan? Mm-mm. Let's talk about Jan for a second. Because we're going to dive right into the episode. And first thing, right when we come back into the workroom, Brenna gets eliminated and Jan is distraught. She is is inconsolable. She is just distraught. She is so sad. And every single time they bring up about her being sad, she's like, I'm just so sad that my friend went home. She was my best friend. And like, that is a spot on Jan impersonation. That's pretty good, right? I like just when don't she's know crying. what's going on. I don't understand. This is a challenge that I really wanted to win, but I don't know what happened. I just lost my best friend and I just. <laughs> you <know>. um, <clears throat> I don't think there's that much shame in being upset that you didn't win a challenge that you thought that you would win. No, no that was a that. lot of waterworks for that. Yes. But at the same time, I mean, I understand that she was your friend, but like. I don't know if I don't think she was upset about what. it at all. Yeah, I don't think she was Britta upset about home. that because she did not really show that she was Britta's best friend, as she claimed, the entire time. Like, I mean, friends, the way that they portrayed friends in, like, previous seasons, like, for example, season five, when Alaska, Roxy, and Detox all got together, it was nonstop. walk in the room and just be like, we're Alaska yeah, Talks! Yeah, we're together. So then why was Britta and Jan, they never, they ne- never even really spoke to each other. So, like... If one of my best friends was in the competition with me, I would, like, be buddy-buddy with them the entire time. Because that would be, like, my emotional back, like, sounding board. 
And so I would be with them all the time. So I didn't I mean, believe that story at all. I mean, it could be that that happened and the edit just... Just didn't see it? Didn't mean it disingenuous, but... I don't know. I definitely didn't see it either, and I thought she was just sad because she didn't win the challenge. And I don't mind that she was sad that she won the challenge, but at least say that you're sad that you didn't win the challenge because nobody cares just about Just be honest, Britta. exactly. And, like, uh, Jada even said it in the back, like, uh, the back room. She was like... Or the confessional she was like we all know the truth like you can be sad about your best friend but like, basically what you said like that's a lot of tears for just being about your best friend like yeah, yeah i don't know um jackie says she thinks it's because that she and britta were not living up to their reputation which is also which i also agree too because yeah. new york queens are known for doing very well and they're mm -hmm. not living up to the same which caliber. that brought up a question for me um what where is Gigi from la Oh, see, I thought she was from New York. Because I was like, okay, they're the only, Jan's the only New York queen that's left, right? Besides Jackie. Yes, and Jackie's not even really, I mean, Jackie's like um, Nikki yeah. as a New York queen. Yeah, Jackie's like kind of Toronto. on the outside, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, okay, true. Um, yeah, I think I just kind of finished up because there was nothing really else that happened at that point um, besides her thinking that she, I mean, she all the queens know that it was a reason why she was, was crying. crying she lost the challenge like yeah. that was the main big big reason she lost challenge and wasn't living up to expectations so simple as that agreed um so <laughs> then another day passes we're mm -hmm. back in the workroom uh -huh. and nothing they don't say anything interesting and then we just get to the mini challenge just yeah right away uh which was the second time now that they've done that like the first time was whenever they were all mad at each other and just sat there and rupaul was like okay come on over yeah. here <laughs> just come inside like come over to me and th this time they just walk in and didn't say anything interesting again so it makes me wonder like maybe sherry said something and they just they just out. like cut it out yeah possibly um <clears throat> anyways the mini challenge of the week this week is like a housewives style reading challenge sponsored yeah. by some company um uh, fit fun we're not supposed to say it oh why why are we gonna give them a plug they're not paying us oh sorry <laughs> Bitch. I don't know anything about them. Fab Fit Fun, please call us. <laughs> please give us free stuff. That's our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com. All inquiries to ourspoopypodcast at gmail.com. I mean, we could probably do Instagram too, so that's ourspoopypodcast yeah. at instagram.com and ourspoopypodcast. Twitter? Yes. And, and Facebook. Our spoop is Facebook. Facebook, yeah. You can do all of them. Yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, <laughs> just any kind of venue to contact up. us. You're just welcome. You, yeah, you're welcome. Go, go for it. Um, <clears throat> I think this is an interesting reading challenge. I thought it's fun. I hope it's not the sole reading challenge. I was going to say that. So, the queens were challenged with the tea time challenge, and to like give gifts to each other and like be shady about it. But like this is about the time that they would normally have a reading challenge, mm -hmm. and they didn't have a reading challenge. So I'm like, this is not the reading challenge that I come here every season for. So yeah, I come for two things: snatch game, snatch game, and reading. Reading challenge and puppets. I always love the puppets, but that's like top five or top four that and they i don't even think they really do that. puppets anymore did they do puppets last season yeah i think so yeah with evie oddly i don't remember I th oh yeah 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 because yeah, she did the celine dion thing yeah well maybe they didn't for nine no they did that for nine yeah well okay anyways because i know they made fun of aquaria for season 10 and then season nine sasha uh made fun of shay i think no Trinity. She made fun of Trinity. So, I mean, they all have them. They've all had them. The puppets one is fun. Yeah. I like the, I like the puppet, puppets one. Um, <clears throat> so for this challenge, we're going to have uh, four teams. Mm -hmm. There's Jackie and Gigi, mm -hmm. Crystal, and or Crystal and Jada, mm -hmm. Heidi and Jan, and then uh, Widow and Madame X. Some, someone else. <laughs> Widow and 
credited cast. Yeah. Um, a first group is uh, Gigi, Jackie, Crystal, and Jada. Mm-hmm. And Jackie is so funny. Oh my god! In this, yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Um, Jackie or Gigi gives Crystal a towel to put over the camera for the season one filter. Like it was clever. Was it was very clever. Also, that that's their quick drag. Mm-hmm. And Jackie looks like she's in. They full all drag. look so pretty. Well, that's what I told Savannah whenever because she was like, "Oh, you have fifteen minutes to do quick drag, or like thirty minutes to do quick drag, or however long it was." Um, I told Savannah that's typically how long it takes me to just do my eyebrows to, to glue down my eyebrows. I don't even do my eyebrows; glue them down. Like that's how long it takes to just to do that. So I don't understand how they were able to glue down their eyebrows and foundation and all that stuff. Like that takes some talent, girl. Uh, but I mean, Jackie and Gigi took a, a little bit of an easy route. Yeah. Because it was a natural face and they had uh, glasses on. Yeah, that's true. Jackie looked really pretty. Mm-hmm. But Jada had near full beat. And then, like, she had her beautiful wig on, too. She looked gorgeous. I was gagging. Yeah. How she, she's and Crystal, a witch of Crystal looked terrible. I saw yeah. her makeup was just like splotches, like just wiggly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she's trying that trend where the eyebrows are like wiggly. Yeah. Um, Jada gives uh, Jackie gives Jada lotion that's cruelty free, <laughs> unlike her snatch game performance as Cardi B, uh, which is cruel for everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I loved it, but uh, mostly for Jackie. I thought Jackie was really funny. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else about theirs? No, I didn't write anything about this challenge. Oh wow. Okay. Because I, I I'm waiting till the end with what you're saying to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Heidi and Jan, Widow and Madame X. Mm-hmm. Um, Jan and Widow are pretty f- uh, Yeah, Jan and Widow are pretty funny this week Widow gives Heidi a new mug and mm-hmm. She says it's an actual coffee mug It's not She's cracked like, Here's a new mug because I know you always got a bad makeup It's not cracked mm. That <laughs> yeah, was shady yeah, That like was that shady um, So, <clears throat> of course With that Gigi and Jackie take the win mm-hmm. I found this challenge rather boring In my opinion What? Um, I really did I don't know Like it just like the cadence was slow. It just wasn't, it was weird. It was disjointed because the reading challenge is very much so like one person gets up there and they get to read everyone. And like, yeah. this was very much like you have to focus on this whole advertising around this box. And like, you have to focus on the advertising. So we make our money essentially. So like, Oh, here's this from this company, you know, over and over and over again, like multiple times. And it was just, it was just so like, advertisement plug to me as opposed to actual reading they got a couple snickers out of me but like nothing exciting i thought i I just basically said that jackie and Gigi were the most entertaining of the group Gigi relied on making fun of people for being a winner essentially this entire time um which then goes into what she did for her challenge which did not read very well but regardless i thought that jackie and Gigi did the best so yeah i kind of like it um I, i mean i definitely hope that that's not a replacement for reading yeah uh, but I thought it was kind of fun. Because uh, I want the library to be open, darling. I want somebody to call another girl. Uh, yeah. Like, a trash. Yeah. I mean, I bag. we already don't have, like, that much drama this season. Because, uh, first of all, the queens are so good. But, like, we have a little bit of drama. But, like, I feel like the drama is less manufactured this season. Um, and it's more, like, actual just, like, little tiffs that go back and forth but there's no big like overarching thing like season four where Fifi and Sharon hate each other the entire season so like the reading will be actually like I feel like would be funny reading as opposed to like being mean reading because there's not really anything mean to like say to each other so I mean uh, that's why I'd like a reading challenge because it'd be funny in my opinion yeah Um, I just want everyone to read 
Crystal. Yes. Because <laughs> she's so, she she's the Adora Delano of yeah. this season. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't really have anything to say, guys. So, um. <laughs> well, so I'm just going to go over here and, um. There's more voice cracking in it. Oh, I just don't want to make any fun of Crystal Method. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> the main challenge for this week is a product placement challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, Called Droop. Droop. Yeah. You know what it's making fun of. Yes. That's, so I wrote this and said, we don't want to encourage Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> don't do that. And her her brand. Anti-vaccine crystal I mean, that's essential oil the biggest shit. point to me was when she was encouraging women to put a jade egg inside their vagina for hours. It's like, girl, you guys are going to get like toxic sock, toxic sock syndrome, toxic shock syndrome. And it's not going to work out too well for you after that. So stop doing that. Who's <laughs> listening to her? I, I don't know. I don't know. She named her child Apple. So <laughs> why? Isn't Apple like um, a German word for a color? Apfel is the word for apple in German. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, well, then he introduces that the guest um, director is going to be Bob Harper, yeah, which I had to I Google had who he was. N- he was <clears throat> the Biggest Loser guy. Yeah, he was on The Biggest Loser, a physical trainer for The big, Biggest Loser, and then he was on the celebrity, the new Celebrity Apprentice. And it's just like, okay, who is he? Yeah. Why is he here to give us critiques on drag queens? Because he's gay. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's gay. You didn't notice with that well, blonde Well, I noticed buzz it, cut. but like, it wasn't something that was like, he, he's just like not an exciting he enough personality. Yeah, he's not, um, I don't think he's skilled enough to be a product placement coach. Yeah. So what I said was, if they were looking for personality through this challenge, they should have picked a director to give them a little bit more excitement and help them with their vision. Michelle would have been perfect. Yes. Just I, bring Michelle back in. I will preface by saying, like preface this whole challenge by saying he did not do that. No. <laughs> Period. Um, I mean, if we really wanted like a product placement kind of person, mm-hmm. you need to get like Lisa Rinna or mm-hmm. somebody from QVC. You could could have gotten one of the um, Lisa Vanderpump would have been hilarious on this too because these queens know how to sell their shit. You could have gotten a fucking Kardashian. Khloe Kardashian has been on this multiple times. She knows how to sell shit. Get mm-hmm. her on the show. I mean, <laughs> maybe I don't they were know. just like. Uh, we really don't want to spend any budget for this episode. So, so just ask someone who's not important and they'll show up because RuPaul's Drag Race is more important than they are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, have they? I mean, they had her, the other one, Jillian Michaels. Hasn't she been on to help? Um, no, I don't think so. They, they had the one for season six that had like the really big eyes. Remember her, the blonde one? Oh, yeah. I don't remember her name. I don't think she's a salesperson, though. I think she's no. a singer. <clears throat> no, she's an actress. Okay. You know who I want? The ShamWow guy. I thought he's dead. No, that's Billy Mays. Uh, oh, yeah. No, the ShamWow guy's in jail. Well, bring him out for RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> RuPaul will bail him out. <laughs> I think he's in jail. For what? Because he's also the one that did the slap chop, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's in jail. His eyes are like... Yeah. I don't remember what he's in jail for, but he's in jail. Tax fraud. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah, so that was what I wanted to preface by saying that you chose a bad director for this, mm. and that already caused problems in my mind. So, yeah, moving uh, forward. I did a little bit about the filming. Did you do anything about the filming? I did about the filming, yes. Uh, yeah. I actually wrote, like, about each of their, like, 
um, filming sessions. Filming sessions. Yeah. But beforehand, of course, RuPaul is in the workroom with helping them get ready, and she's just there to freak people out. I didn't write anything about it, so if you want to pop off, girl, I you don't can, have anything about but. it. I just <coughs> wrote. I, I noticed that Heidi was like, "I only made nine thousand dollars last year," which I don't understand. I was like, that. how? Even working in a minimum wage job, you'd make more than that, wouldn't you? Maybe she's like part time, but I'm still like, that can't be including your drag performances no. yeah. because That's you would not be able like to do drag. Yeah. If yeah, I know because like each one of my outfits is cost like a hundred dollars. So like, where where's that money come from, girl? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I went straight to the filming of the commercials. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, so first up on the, uh, the, what do you call those? Chopping block? No. Oh. The set? The studio. The yeah. set? <laughs> the set, whatever. <laughs> uh, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Jackie is a full on director. Oh my God. She directed her own she directed cut and produced her, her entire commercial, commercial and that guy just sat there he she like, knew exactly I don't get what you're doing she was like i i got you boo you could just sit there i am not someone who's well educated on like older tv shows or anything like that but i knew what she was doing this man was born in 1960 or 1965 mm. something like that in really? the 1960s yes i read that because I looked him up because I didn't know who he was. Um, <laughs> did, did I sound like that? No. Oh. That's my laughing. Oh. <laughs> I thought I, I like talked too fast and it got blah, blah. But anyways, it, which happens normally. Um, so I looked it up. He was born in 1965. So like you were a teenager when some of these things were still relevant. I mean, the Brady Bunch. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you could have seen that, like, these. her whole idea was a 1960s commercial or uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Like, that was something that was popular or referenced multiple times in the 70s and 80s, even before, like, even after it was already a thing. I can so, remember like, the sound that the Jeannie would make when yeah, something would happen. Yeah, when she would do the, <laughs> the head little, yeah, exactly. So And then it would go boing. So I knew exactly where she was going with it, exactly what she wanted to do. And even when she explained it to him, I want to do this. He was just like, what? I don't understand. You want to do a what? what? Yeah. So she was telling him to cut, play, and like all these different things. Like, I need someone to bring this and like all this other stuff. And I get that she should have possibly explained it it at first before she just like sat down and started doing it. But like at the same time. That's the director's job. And also, there's only 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. So that's the director's job. Exactly. So she's not going to sit there and be like, hey, here's 10 minutes of what I want to do. Let's go ahead and use these other 10 minutes now to record. No, I'm going to sit down. We're going to go ahead and record what I want to do. You can figure it out and catch up. So Yeah. And also that she's <clears throat> like, somebody go get the Americans. Mm-hmm. Somebody go get them. You're sitting in a chair right here. Mm-hmm. You go fucking yeah, get them. Exactly. That's what you're here for. Exactly. And like no one understood that. And like you have this whole camera crew and producing crew that's all right there. No one did it. <laughs> like no one was helping her, which is baffling to me. Um, so yeah, that was that. Um, but I loved her though. Mm-hmm. You have anything else for her? Yeah, I just said she had the confidence, and Bob had no idea how to help her. Yep. <laughs> um, Gigi comes on next. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, you're not giving us any energy. You're not doing anything mm-hmm. for us. Um, apparently, it didn't go well for her, but I didn't really mind. So we okay. can get into like the, the, the in depth about the commercial. Yeah, yeah, later, yeah. But um, I thought she looked hella gorgeous, and I want that wig so hard. Um, but she was stiff. But when he told her that he was falling asleep, all he said was, "I'm falling asleep during your performance." And like, but he said it like. 
oh, come on, Gigi. I'm falling asleep during your performance. Not like, Gigi, it would be great if you gave us this much more energy at this point and this point and this point. That's directing. Stop just being a blob. Like, you're not doing anything to help these people. Okay. Or like Michelle, if Michelle's doing something and somebody does something wrong, she's like, no, maybe if you did it like, because. Uh, Good night, bitch. Yeah, because Michelle knows drag, and she wants to see them succeed. Bob just didn't care if they failed. He was just like, okay, well, if that's what you want to do, then that's what we're fucking doing. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. there was no help there at all, and it, it made me very mad. So then that moves me on to Jan. <laughs> yeah. Unless you had anything else to say about Gigi. No. Um, yeah. I don't know why you're mad about a drag queen with some energy. Yeah. That's literally, like, 90% of the job. She did come out with a lot of energy, but, like, there's a difference here. Um, like, with coming out, like, a, with a lot of energy, you have to, like, have somewhere else to go with that. And if you don't have somewhere else to go with that, then it's got nothing. It's the same thing with, like, when I do my mixes as Dixie. If you start out, like, really strong, you either have to keep doing strong and get better or, like, you f you flop off, like, after that. So, like, you lose your energy, and then the rest of the performance is not as entertaining. So, like, I get where he's coming from, but, like, you – he didn't do anything to help her. So all he kept on telling her to do was breathe as opposed to saying, like, Jan, you should start down here and then go up to here. Like, he wasn't – like he was like they were speaking different languages, and I think I realized later that it was, like, he didn't know how to speak drag. Like, yeah. Michelle Visage know how to, knows how to speak drag. But he didn't know how to speak drag. She knows drag queens, and like I just said, she wanted to see them. She wants to see them succeed. He just didn't care if they succeeded or not. Yeah. He basically said it was up to them. I mean, so. He's literally just there to be there. Yeah. To get his face out in public again. Exactly. Yeah. To be re barely relevant again. Um, yeah. Yeah. Next up, uh, Jada, who just hits her mic the whole time. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much all they show us. Yeah. What do you think the wine that she was sipping on was real? <laughs> No. Or just like purple water. Purple water. Damn. I wanted it to be like real wine. Uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, up next, Heidi or Octavia Spencer on the stage. <laughs> LOL. Um, be portraying the saddest drag queen that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. There's never been anyone that's more sad than she is. Literally, because she cried. I mean, <laughs> it was so sad. <laughs> um, I do have to give her compliments because the few notes that he was able to actually mutter through um she actually took them all so mm -hmm. i was very proud about like her loosening up when he told her to loosen up so yeah she did that um qvc up next widow qvc but with dementia who's qvc the home shopping show network oh sorry <laughs> yeah yeah she's like doesn't know any of her lines her own line you wrote this like i don't know when i write things i remember like a lot of what i write so like i mean there's a different like especially like for example, our podcast, sometimes I do copy and paste like certain like paragraphs and stuff like that. Sometimes I don't remember those paragraphs because I copied and pasted those. Even though I read them, I copied and pasted them. But I remember everything that I wrote. And yeah. so like when I write something, it makes more easier sense. It's speak. easier to speak. Exactly. They're Because they're my words and not yours. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so it's like, girl, you wrote all this shit. Why can't you get your own lines? I don't know. It confused me. I was um, having severe problems with that. Mm -hmm. But we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, Crystal's up next, and it's just chaotic. <laughs> well, that I think that was the edit, as we find out later. Uh, but she was rushing around. She was like, I need this. I need this. And my favorite line, and I repeat it every single time, I need a table to do science on. Yeah. And, like, I just lost it. I fucking <laughs> lost it when she said that. Because, like, I'm a scientist. And so when she's like, I need a table to do science on, especially with her whole persona for the past, like, seven episodes of this whole season, it just cracked me up so much. <laughs> 
Um, and then they put it out, and he's like, is this a table for science? She's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just like whenever she comes out there, she's like. <laughs> oh, sorry. A magic mullet. Magic mullet. <laughs> magic mullet. She was, she was just like a, uh, it was a disaster. Yeah. And I loved it. Uh-huh. So then we come in for the uh, elimination day. Mm-hmm. Runway is black wedding. Yes. Um, and I, I had to preface before we get. Oh, no, I'm not there yet. Okay, we're continue. <laughs> uh, I was just. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then they do some impressions. Yeah. And I thought all of the Jans were spot on and Jackal's, Jackie's crystal is hilarious. They're hilarious. Yeah. Well, I don't really know how to do any impressions except crystal method. <laughs> and then whenever Jada was just like, oh, I'm going to be Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> and Heidi was like, oh, <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> I was dying. It definitely showed me that like Jada has like a real personality. And I love that because, you know, whenever we first started this podcast, the first like, episode, oh, pageant I queen. said pageant queen. Exactly. Like, oh, is that all you're going to be? But. She has not been. She no. has been. She does not everything. Disappoint. Yes, she has done everything, and I've loved it. Um, it's very similar to um, who am I getting? Violet Chachki, kind of. Because Violet, Violet Chachki was not funny. She was funny sometimes. Okay, maybe not Violet Chachki. Who else am I thinking of? I would almost give her like a Ginger Mint. No. Naomi Smalls. Yes. Mm, that's a good one. A bit of a Naomi Smalls yeah. type. Naomi Smalls All-Stars 2. Four. Four. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever number it is. Um, yeah. That's yeah. my final answer. Okay. Final answer. It's still not who I was thinking of. Oh, Trinity the Tuck. That's who she's giving me. She's giving me Trinity. Because Trinity's Trinity... not that much of a pageant queen. Though. Yes, she was. She came in saying she was just a pageant queen. And, like, especially with the, the challenge, whenever she had to do the, the princess challenge, essentially, then oh, she had yeah. to have the sidekick. And they were like, oh, is she going to be able to do funny? Starfish. Yeah. She was even worried that she wasn't able to, going to be able to do funny because she's never done comedy before. And so that's what she was saying. She didn't think she was a comedy queen. She was a pageant queen. So that's why she was giving me Trinity the Tug vibes. All Trinity right. Taylor at the time. But All right. Trinity Taylor's just so boring. I mean, Trinity the Tuck. <laughs> Um, anyways, so then we get introduced to our guest judge, Shaka Khan, who is <laughs> high, drunk, stupid. I say I stupid. Okay, not stupid. Um, loopy, loopy, loopy's good. <laughs> Loose, loopy. Um, what yeah, the hell was going on, Shaka? Uh, she was um, spacey. That's a good one. And I. We'll preface this by saying that I've never seen Chaka Khan do like an interview or anything, mm. but it was just there was <laughs> no like jumping off points. It was not like cohesive. Yeah, RuPaul and was like RuPaul. Th- it was like Snatch Game when she throws watermelons down for people to swat at, and Chaka did not swat. She, what them did back. she say? She's like, "Tell me something that." Uh, oh, Chaka, tell me something good. And, and she like, was like, "A lot, lot of, money. of money." What? And RuPaul was just like. <laughs> Welcome to the meet. <laughs> yeah, just going off. Um, okay, so before we get to right, oh, hit my microphone. Before, Jada. before, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get to this next part, I do have to say uh, we are getting down into the nitty gritty here. Um, Knitty, gritty, yeah. Um, and all of the um, performers are amazing and are such high caliber. I think that all of them are stunning. This is a really good season. This season has been great. Um. 
So I would die to wear any of these outfits um, for drag. However, this is our podcast and, uh, and not yours. Um, so we get to decide whether or not we would poop or spoop these outfits, even though these are outfits that are beyond my caliber to begin with. Um, uh, does somebody read you? No, I'm just saying this because I'm sure if a drag queen hears us and they're like, you wouldn't wear this outfit, I'd be like, yeah, I totally would. But like, <laughs> I'm trying to decipher between, I'm trying to like make levels of the outfits essentially that are yeah. presented to me. The, it's seven outfits that are presented. Um, scoring. Yeah, scoring, exactly. Um, so, But they are all amazing. Yes. So then I ask this question to you. We are down to seven people that we are critiquing. Who would you like to go home tonight and why? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to ask that one. Uh, oh, I might. No, I'm not. We'll ask um, it later. Yeah, we, we can. Um, but do we get any oops at this point? Because um, I did give an oop, but I can change it to a poop if I need to. I did not provide any oops this okay. evening. Okay. Excellent. Well, then I will change mine to a poop. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So category is Black Wedding. We already said that. And our first contestant is Jackie, Jackie Cox. Cox. Um, okay. What are your critiques? Um, <laughs> I'm actually not crazy about this dress. The story and the acting are excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, the dress length, I feel, is strange. Mm-hmm. I don't like like the mid-shin stopping point. Yeah. Hair and makeup, beautiful. Love the simple understated jewelry. Mm-hmm. It's just, I can't, it's busy. It doesn't look very cohesive to me. Yeah. And I gave it a poop. Ooh. See, I like the the veil, and I think the story is what got me because it then it like put me into like this whole imaginary thing that she was like up on the ledge, like looking for her husband, like out on like a um, stormy uh, New England evening, like gray skies, and she was like, oh. so of course she had to have the dress a little bit shorter in case the waters got too high. See, <laughs> but when she explained, or when I when I heard it, I was thinking like Civil War era, mm-hmm. like. Southern Belle, or if she's not in the South, then she's in the North, but still, they're floor-length gowns. Yeah. Floor-length gown with a huge bustle. Yeah. Um, And that's what I wanted for that story. Well, I mean, if I just looked at this dress, I would have said, okay, it's a black dress. Looks like a New Jersey wedding in the The acting, I think hers was the best on the stage for the night, for, like, her runway. Um, And so I thought it was perfect, and I spooped it mostly because of the acting. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly. Because that's that's what sold me on the dress. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, that, apparently that matters because look at Dixie getting eliminated the first time on Dragon on 3. Or second time. Because I got to play seventh for my look. Hey. I'm still bitter about it. <laughs> because Just because I came out and I looked so bored on the runway. So, there's that. Anyways, uh, moving up to... Jan! Jan to see. Yeah. Um, I think this is one of the most beautiful looks on the runway tonight. Oh. Um, I think the makeup is beautiful. Normally, Jan uses bright, fun colors, and we know that she loves purple. Um, and she does incorporate into the eye, but the lip color is what I'm in love with. I think the lip color on her is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, the dress is interesting. The feathers, I think, are very enticing, but I'm kind of mad that they block her face a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, and when she swallows the ring and turns around and so the dress says, I don't, I don't think that she needs to explain her runway story. Mm-hmm. The dress says it all for her. See, okay, I guess we have different, uh, differing opinions about this because I thought the sparkles were gorgeous. Like the lower half of the dress I thought was absolutely gorgeous. Like the, the bottom part, because I love that fabric. Like it was really pretty and I really Kinda thought long. that her makeup was stunning. She looked makeup is stunning. gorgeous. But then it became very disjointed. Once you get above the hips, it was just like, okay, so you've got this like sparkle glitter dress on the bottom and then the top was like rhinestone in a different material entirely and then you have these like giant feathers that like you said were blocking your face and like 
they were not framing your face as well as you thought they were going to be doing. I would agree with that. And so I was very distracted by them. And then I actually found the I don't tacky. Because if she had just swallowed the ring and then like ran down the runway, that would have told a different story without having an I don't across the back of this gorgeous dress. I think it's a bit of a, a nod towards Melania Trump mm-hmm. with that. I don't care do you jacket. Yeah. Which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, and it's drag is political. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I actually didn't really like it. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. It's my Just second favorite on the uh, runway. Uh, well, I gave, this was my oop and I transferred it to a poop because you told me I couldn't do oh. that. Well, <laughs> I gave it a spoop. Mm. You trash monster. Yeah. I, cause I, I don't know that I don't was just tacky to me. Cause like, okay. The, I wrote this later down, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Um, because I wrote this for someone else. Um, so when I was thinking about the theme of black wedding, I was thinking like ooky spooky of some way, shape or form, like witch covens or witches getting married, um, uh, like signing your name in the book of death, like uh, silence of the lambs, murder. Like I was thinking like dark, scary stuff. And everyone gave me like pageant which is not what I was really like going for. There's only two contestants or one and a half contestants that gave me um, horror. horror or like some sort of like scary vibe. And I think Widow kind of tried to do it, but did not do that either. So like that's where I was going with this. So whenever everyone's just like giving me these like pretty elegant dresses, I was just like. See, nah. what my interpretation was is like a black widow. Like I've had seven husbands. They've all mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. Um, and I can't wear them white at my wedding, so. We're gonna but isn't that kind of wedding. ooky spooky? Like, I feel like everyone just went too cutesy with it. Like, Jackie didn't quite go as cutesy because she was looking for her husband, but I don't know. Hmm. I was disappointed in this runway because it wasn't quite what I was hoping for. Uh, but anyways, moving on to Jada. <laughs> um, she looks so elegant. Yes. Uh, always the mug is flawless. Uh, and she looks like a, ba- a black widow that goes through husbands like Carol Baskins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carol Baskin. Killed her husband. No, I don't know the song. <laughs> Someone sing a good song. Husband whacked. Whacked him. Fed him to tigers. <laughs> don't act like it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Sardine oil. Yeah. Um, so what I didn't like about Jan's is actually what I love about Jada's. It was simple but very focused. You could see every curve of her body. Uh, her body looked amazing in it, um, and she made you draw the eyes to the matching ring, wristlet, earrings, and belt. There was just a little belt thing, the little earrings on her. Okay, not <laughs> what do little, you mean little? Long ass earrings. Big they, ass they were earrings. earrings. I'm not saying they were like giant. They were very long. Um, and she had like the giant ass ring and then the little wristlet on the other hand. And so, it, I mean, it was just a little black dress, and then all the rest of it was just like draw your eyes to the sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. That I've got on these four sparkle. different things that I'm moving, honey, as I walked on this runway. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it she too. looked gorgeous. It was focused. It was on point. I give it a spoop. Spoop. Um, next up is Gigi Good. This is the most beautiful look on the runway tonight. She walked down looking like a thugging mannequin. Yeah. Like it's her so face beautiful. was so porcelain. Porcelain. Um, the dress is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an authentic Dior. Mm-hmm. She she is knows how to tailor a garment. Yep. Um, the sides what she knows her fashion mm-hmm. to be able to tailor it to represent something that RuPaul knows because you know RuPaul is all that's about a her. 50s design yeah, yeah. Um, the side swept platinum blonde that covers the eye makes me think of her like a Kill Bill villain yeah 
Um, also, that wig did not move. Not a bit. It, not a bit. That wig did not that move. That wig is plastic. Yeah. Um, she looks like, uh, the look is like she, after her wedding, she's going to pay someone to murder her husband because she can't be bothered to do it. Yeah. Also, Louboutins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Louboutins were gorgeous because you they made you look at those red underbellies on those shoes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I gooped it. it. I, oh, you gooped, gooped it. Okay, mm-hmm. I gooped it. I loved it. I think it's one of those. It's definitely one of the prettiest looks of the season. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it was gorgeous. I guess I just like wasn't gagged by it. You know? Oh, you were gagged. I but it. it was good. Um. So, I have to say this. I know we don't talk about her, so I'm not going to talk about her. I'm going to talk about her designer Florence Delee. Um, this dress made by them was beautiful. Uh, the black roses on the dress and the black frills worked so well for the concept because it, I ate the concept up. Like I said, I was looking for spooky and the outfit gave me spooky. Um, so we're not going to talk about it. I'm not going to give a swoop or an oop uh, or a poop, but go follow the designer, Florence Dilley. Anyways, Heidi in the closet. Know <laughs> what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the shoulder piece was really amazing and the dress fit her very well. Oh, I love the shoulder piece. I hate the shoulder piece. Oh, I hate no. it. I hate it. I hate it. I loved it because um, it was just like it gave me very much like Met Gala vibes, like Mm-mm. something that I would see on on a like on a runway. Uh, the rest of the dress, I dress I found rather boring. Um, same with the hair. Uh, the hair was also really not did not fit the elegance of the dress. If you were going for an elegant dress, you did not do it with the hair. Um, besides the shoulder piece, I gave it a poop. Yeah. I hate the shoulder piece. I think it makes her look super bulky. Mm-hmm. I think if she just took the shoulder piece off, I probably would have liked it a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Makeup, we've I've talked about this every episode. Mm-hmm. Heidi is not a, uh, a makeup artist. Yeah. It was um, messy mm-hmm. and very out of place with the dress. Yeah. Uh, the highlighting of the eye is just gray mm-hmm. every time it's so gray yeah and i think she's trying to go for white but she doesn't have the right product for it mm-hmm. um, that's what i think her issue is i mean she her paint can use a little bit more work but i think the problem is that she doesn't have the right products or the right colors that she i think that's using. also true but i don't think that she has the same talent as some of the other girls yeah well i mean you compare to Gigi good <laughs> no one can I mean, not even that. Gigi. good i mean crystal <clears throat> method crystal yeah. method paints her face down Mm -hmm. and everything is blended and Mm -hmm. everything is sharp Heidi blends everything but nothing's sharp it just looks like a mess of colors okay um yeah it's a poop okay excellent uh next up is widow um I love the rhinestone veil Mm -hmm. that's so pretty um she's giving me like the nun Mm -hmm. remember that movie yeah um didn't watch it but I know it (laughs) lol with the eyes she's gonna steal your whole soul yeah the gown is a bit, a bit cluttered, um, but I honestly think that this might be one of her strongest looks yet. Oh? She's not been a look queen. No, she has not been. I'm just saying, well, I haven't really liked any of her looks. The only time that Widow's ever been, ever shown through is when she's done a good job in the performances, or in the mini, in the challenges, in the maxi challenges. Challenges, Jesus. Um, but you put her on the runway, she just gives you a mediocre piece. Yeah. Um, I the only other thing that she's, uh, she made that I liked was that white with the sleeves. I like that. I hated that, too. Yeah, I know. See, I didn't like that. I gave it a spoop. Yeah. I'm guessing you gave it a... I gave it a poop. Yeah. Uh, because the seek, cause if you're going to give me something that's black, make it interesting. Because if it's just all black, 
you're not giving me anything. So what she gave me was a sequenced gown underneath a giant train that was not just a train. It wrapped around with a big belt bow that covered up everything. Yeah. So like anything that could have shined, shown, shine. Sean. Sean. Uh, that's not a thing. <laughs> yes, it is. Shown. Um, it did not. Sean. No. S-E-A-N. Sean. No. <laughs> um, um, and it, it wasn't like even tied the whole time. It was like, you know, when you have your jacket and you don't want to wear it anymore and yeah. you're tied around your waist? Yeah. It was a long version of that. Basically. Just like, and it was wide too. It like wrapped all the way around to like the front of her thighs. So like you just got this little sliver down the front of her that showed off like the, the gown. little bit of sparkle and that was all you got. And the only thing that kind of saved the look was the beautiful diamond veil and then pulling that off to her blackened eyes. But she took off, took those off whenever she was getting critiques on the runway. Yeah. So like it be I don't know when she got to do that because you're not supposed to do that until after untucked, but she took off these contacts cuz I assume cuz contacts colored contacts hurt you. Um cuz I'm sure they were she was like um I need to cry. Yeah. So I got to take these contacts off. Take these contacts off. off, exactly. So I mean the other person who wore colored contacts on the runway didn't take theirs out. So th- both of them, Crystal and Madame X didn't take theirs out. So I mean why did you get to take yours out? I don't. She knew she was gonna cry. I don't know. Because she had whipped up. The I story. didn't like it. I thought that. I thought it was a terrible outfit. So I get it. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Next <laughs> up to the stage, Crystal Method. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know her middle name is Elizabeth? Yes. I love that. Crystal Elizabeth Method. Um, I love the idea of the zombie bride. Um, but Crystal Beth <laughs> Method. But uh, for me. I wanted uh, to believe that it was like a bride that died in a fire on our wedding day. Yeah. Because everything was kind of burnt. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I get the Dusty, dust, but dirt. I feel like more that's like ash. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. I well, thought it was a really, gray. Yeah. yeah. I get the zombie one. I just really wanted it to be like a burnt bride. Yeah. I give her a 10 out of 10 for concept, 10 out of 10 for realization. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is probably the first time where I thought her makeup was appropriate. And I thought that it showed off her makeup skills because you can't deny that when she paints her face that way, it is skillful to paint her face that way. Even and she looks good in the way that she's painting her face, even if you don't like her face paint. Does that make any sense? Yeah. What I'm saying? Because she's good at what she does for her painting. Is it beautiful all the time? No. No. (laughs) To you. But it is precise and she she's doing it, you know, Um I love the look. I love the concept. Like I said, uh, I wanted it spoopy. She gave me zombie bride reanimated, 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 ready to find her husband and maybe eat him. I don't know. Um, And I mean, she, her dress was dirty. This thing was, uh, I mean, there's all kinds of ideas from like a black wedding. Um, You ready for this? Yeah. Oh, Oh, so good. I wanted spooky. I wanted murder. I wanted silence of the lambs. I wanted witch covens. I wanted something. And she was one of the only ones to basically give me that. I gave it a spoop. Spooped. One of my favorites on the on the runway. Loved it. Yeah. Um, a lock in. No. I'm already recording. Oh, okay. Um. No, I'm not gonna tell my idea on, for people to steal on this podcast. I I propose a church lock in. Please don't take me to a church. They're closed. Okay, good. Where, we're where gonna else can we go? we're gonna celebrate at the church of Scooby Doo. Okay, worship against Scooby Doo now. That's uh-huh. fine. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, girl, let's get back into it. Okay, so let's do it. Let's okay, talk okay. about the commercials. Okay. Um, so once again, before we get into the critiques of the commercials, I once again have to say I feel the commercial, the directing was not very helpful to any of our drag queens. No. So I'm just gonna put that out there before I critique their commercials because we didn't have any help. 
So let's move on. Yes. Let's start with Jackie, Jackie Cox. Cox. Uh, her commercial is so funny. Oh my god, I love the jump cuts mm-hmm. and the Billy May-, May style of commercial work. For you, you. can too. Yeah. <laughs> For you. So funny. Yeah. And the disclaimers at the end, they were like, "Jackie Cox is not a genie." Yeah. But don't tell don't her tell that. Don't tell her that. <laughs> um, and the fact that she comes out like so strong, she comes out with energy, but not yelling. So there's a difference here. I'm not going to attack anyone. <laughs> But she comes out with energy and with a tone that already makes you want to laugh. Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> she already comes out with the the energy that you want. Like it's already something you're already feeding me that you want me to laugh at you and with you, mostly at you. And like I'm gonna go for it. And I mean, she she had the jokes. She hit those jokes. Um, they weren't just like they weren't slap your knee like laughs, but they were like <laughs> like they were they were good. Um, so I mean, over I, I did spoop some poop for this as well. Is that okay? Oh, I didn't do that. That's but fine. I, uh, okay. Yep. You can just wing it. Um, I spooped it. Yeah, it's. A spoop. I like the commercial. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> just, hold on. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> it says that you have an outstanding charge for um, AdamandEve.com on this. Ooh. What is that? I thought it was Adam and Steve. I was shopping at the wrong place. It's four hundred and fifty dollars. That was my sex swing. Oh. Oh. There's one below it. I've Automated been, vagina machine? That's for Savannah. It's oh, for okay. It's for her birthday, which is in October. <laughs> it's also just a washing machine <laughs> that has, washing like, machine. a seat on top. The one time that I came home and the washing machine was, like, moved, like, two, not two feet, a full foot, like, over. And I was just like, Savannah came What here. happened? She's, <laughs> just wrecked it. She just wrecked it. <laughs> <laughs> she said something about like the washer like wasn't working or what the dryer I don't remember which one it was but like something wasn't like working right and I was just like okay okay yeah sure <laughs> not gonna ask any other questions no, she here. was right because ours does that if you load it unevenly it's like I'm gonna venture across this bathroom uh, okay then that's what she did um, anyways so next commercial is just Jan um, watching it for a second time, I can kind of see where she was going, mm-hmm. but it didn't really make it all the way there. See, I can see where she was going. That's what I hate about this is that if I she had had some really direction, liked, mm-hmm. it would have been okay. I really liked her product. Product. If she had been Michelle Visage, like if the director was Michelle Visage, Michelle Visage would have said, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't do that," because that's what they did for Alaska when she had like a million options on All Stars Two. She was like, "Oh, I have thirty-seven. They're like, "Can we cut it down to three? <laughs> like, can we like bring this back?" So, I mean, you can do that with directing, and this Bob Harper guy gave her nothing and just like let, let her, her do fail. these things. Exactly, he allowed her to fail, which pissed me off so much because this commercial, she explained what she had for a product. Um, she gave the energy. I just feel like the it, the energy just didn't give us the peaks and valleys. Um, there was just too much of it, unfortunately. And Michelle calls it out. She said it was convoluted. It just became too much because she gave three examples. And we've seen in the past with Roxy Andrews when she did her commercial for the wig reveal, she gave three examples, and it was too much as well. So, I mean, that should have been a note that Jan maybe have t- could have taken from past seasons as well. Like, maybe don't don't try and put too much in. But when you're excited and you love your product and, like, you're trying to put your energy behind it, I understand where she's coming from. I just – it was just too much for the commercial. So yeah. I pooped it. I think that she also maybe could have used a little bit of help writing the commercial yeah. um, because it didn't lead her a lot of direction. And then on top of that, uh, yeah. homeboy was just like, breathe. Yeah. 
Exactly. I'm sorry, and what? She explained the product at the like end of the commercial instead of like at the beginning, like what Jackie did. Jackie ex- like explained it very well, like at the very beginning. Then place and the then, product. Yeah, exactly. Place the product. You can't just say, here's my product. It can do this. It can do this. It can do this. Okay, let me tell you what this product is now. Like you have to explain the product first. So yeah, she didn't have the directing that she should have been given and it allowed her to fail, which is sad to me. Yeah. yeah. If she had I just really focused on like um, the singing aspect mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Just come on just and two. just be like, she had just done two. The singing was funny and the one before the singing. When she went into the like uh, spice up your life or whatever, like if she just cut that one, it would have made it exponentially shorter. Because like what I really liked about Jackie's is that it was so short. Like, especially compared to like most of the other ones, it was so short and it was concise. It was just like, here's what I'm saying, period. Like, we're done. Jan's was the longest one and it was just all over the place. And I feel bad for that. Like, I really like Jan and I want to like Jan, but like this commercial was just like too much. (sighs) I know. What do you give it? Lots of poop. I know, sadly. I really did like Jan. So, you can't say that yet. I like Jan (laughs) with the no D on the end. (laughs) I'm feeling my Jantasty right now. Um, so then, but then, okay, so then we have a difference here. Jada comes off very loud and strong too, but she gives jokes immediately and then immediately backs off after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she allows you to like start, you're, you're laughing at her. She tells yeah. you it's okay to laugh at me because she read herself. herself. I thought that was so mm-hmm. funny. It was clever. It was very clever. It was a safe start. You always, always a safe start to, to make, make fun, fun of yourself, yourself as long as it's not like really just like, oh, well, I just like suck. But yeah. like she was like not that great performer on Gay's Anatomy, and just like went from there. Like that was funny. Yeah. Also, uh, she had the same wig on that she had. Yeah, on I know. I noticed that too. Yeah. Um, I thought the product was a great choice. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, she she it led for a lot of um, like details about it. Like, it's made out of these rare uh, tarantula spiders. Silks. Yeah. And then she's like, and it will tuck all your lady bits back. And my anaconda don't want none. none yeah. My, my anaconda. Uh, what, no, she says, what, uh, like me and Savannah's joke. Anaconda. I, I don't, don't even, even know, know her. her. So funny. <laughs> really um, solid commercial. She gave all the facial expressions the entire time. Like what you said, it allowed her for so many jokes. It allowed her for facial expression, too. Because every single time she tried to look panda, she was like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, exactly. So I loved it. It was a very clever commercial. It was great. I gave it a spoop. It's a spoop. Um, next up is Gigi. Okay. So this one Let's I had a lot of problems Please with. Please go ahead. Because I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you uh, did? I did. Yes. So I hated it. I loved it. Okay. The coming on and she says, hi, I'm better than you. Love that. But, okay, no, keep going. And then. You, you say your jizz first. Um, the whisper cut, mm-hmm. where she's like, it will help you fall asleep, possibly for days. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's hilarious. But, okay, no. <laughs> um, I actually thought it was very funny, and I did yeah. not understand why they didn't like it. No, I actually really hated it, because she came out. Trying to be a bitch, but she did not succeed in being a funny bitch. Because, like, Alaska, a perfect example is Alaska's. You could easily put these two commercials next to each other because they were very similar in certain aspects. Because Alaska was being a bitch, saying that she was better than you about, like, her tape and, like, oh, it, uh, what is it made out of? You don't need to know that. Like, you know, things like that. Like, it, you just had, it needed cl- more clever writing, more concise writing. And on top of that, you need to punch the jokes harder. And like she did need to punch the jokes. I did not agree with Ross Matthews when he said you need to end on the funny one because it's funnier sometimes to say the joke and then go like into punch. And don't worry about that. Yeah, exactly. And and some other stuff or something like that. Like it should have been like hints of lavender, horse tranquilizers, 
and some other stuff and like you know go from there like i understand what he's saying about like trying to end on the funny one but like you don't, you don't always have, have to. to exactly you could have done hints of lavender horse tranquilizer and pine and then you know some, something she just didn't give herself enough time in her jokes um it wasn't timed it was it was very it was they said blocky i described it as chunky it was very much like here's this joke that i planned here's this joke that i planned here's also this joke that i planned and all these different ideals and like different um she had thought processes but they did not all attach to each other and so she really did come across as a bitch. She was trying to be a bitch, but not – she was trying to be a funny bitch and did not succeed in being a funny bitch. I didn't like the commercial at all. I loved it. I hated it. This was actually – I hated it worse than Jan's. Really? Yeah. Like, I hated it that much. <sighs> not as hard as Widow's, but <laughs> – Okay. Yeah. But, it, like, hers hers was really low for me. I did not like that one. Um, okay, next up is Heidi's. This is one of the best commercials. Yes. Um, the crying, like, from – Deadpan just like I'm telling you about the product to full on <laughs> hysterics. Yes. Hilarious. Um I love the part at the end where she's like, may also cause mood swings mm-hmm. and gets, gets all bitchy. Well she starts with it's gonna cause hair loss, mood swings. <laughs> yeah. And then she says, It's $199 and 96 cents. I love 96. it. It was it was very witty. Um, her overacting um, on the like tears of a drag queen work the finishing and like uh, finishing out with the acting of the main side effects like that what you just described was on point for me like because that was like the perfect like kicker at the end of the whole, the whole commercial was just like it was a great in- infomercial like <laughs> I told you it caused baldness yeah. <laughs> I mean it was all perfect because yeah. she acted all of them out like like you said with like the mood swings <laughs> like just so angry it was really good um, I just there was just not enough of it for me. I still give it a spoop. Excuse yeah, me. I gave it a spoop too. I wouldn't say that there's anything that I could say definitely she needed to add no. to it. No, and there's definitely nothing that I could say she needed to take out. Correct. Um, I think it was really solid. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on throughout the rest of them, it's just it is not my favorite. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, like I like I said, I very much enjoyed it. I laughed at it. I laughed at this one probably the second hardest. Yeah. Um, but it just was not enough for me. Like I, I don't know. There was just like something, something about it like just didn't give me enough. Like, and I. Love I wouldn't hiding. even say that there's something missing from it. There's I like it the way it missing. is. It's just like I don't know. I can't describe what it is. I don't know. I'll try and figure it out, and maybe we'll talk about it next week and see if I can figure it out. But I'm doubting that I we will be able to figure it out. Okay. But I loved it. I love Heidi. Heidi is the heart of the season. She, she is the true heart of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in love with her. She's so funny. She's my second favorite <laughs> out of this entire season. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You've taken a jump. Yeah, I know. I used to hate her. No, I didn't hate her. I, I used to think that she could use a lot of, a lot of work, work, which I still think she could use a lot of work. But I fall in love with their personalities. And when I can see that their personalities are shining through, like that just makes me fall in love with them even more, um, which is sad. Yeah. Because then they get eliminated and... Then you have to find someone find, else to love. Yeah. Um, up next, Widow's commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I like the jumping from camera to camera where she's like this and then this. Mm-hmm. Now this, then that. But it was a fail. It made no sense. Um, the fact that 
the it was mace on the pit crew but not mace on herself and she drenched herself in that shit how is it a mace for somebody else but you can spray it on your I own know. face that doesn't make any sense but uh, i wasn't so much worried about that because that was um technicalities of yeah. It, yeah but i was more worried about like okay so the disjointedness from the commercial like you could tell that she was still forgetting her lines when like at the final cut like because like the disjointedness was like there's milliseconds that you allow in acting that make a difference and those milliseconds can oh either make tell you, us about it Catherine hepburn <laughs> either make you sound stupid or make you too eager like that's why they take 30 takes for some things because they have to find out which one is the one they're looking for you know like oh i turned my head slightly to the right on this one oh i like left a little bit of a, of a pause between this word and this word like those things make a difference and she just left too long of pauses between her words when she was doing the camera changes and like if she had more excitement and so where jan's level of excitement was up here the entire time widows, widows was, was all like the way at the bottom down like at the pit of the valley the entire time and just like did not go anywhere from there so like if she had more energy when she was like well this and then this but what about this like when she was looking at the different cameras it would have made it exponentially more exciting to understand but at the same time she never really explained her product no. i still don't really understand what is. and on top of that to make a joke about having extracurricular activities you have to explain the product before you say that because then that joke doesn't make any sense you can't say that this is like a, a product that prevents gagging but then make a blowjob joke before that like how does it make any sense you don't know what throat is you can just say extracurricular activities wink okay you wink to the camera what does he what the what does that mean like i yeah. don't know i didn't like this per performance i gave it like a hard poop yeah it's a hard poop yeah didn't like it but followed up by <laughs> the best performance the best of the evening one, crystal method so good oh my god uh, i was so worried about her because the edit gave her like they were <laughs> the like she know what the fuck she's doing yeah the worst edit with preparation of this one it gave me vibes of season six whenever season six was very much like you if you remember season six, like any in any any of the like before commercial promos, they always use uh, Bianca Del Rio's like, uh, well, I'll show you versatility whenever Michelle Visage comes out in a, a fucking turtleneck and Santino wins a sewing challenge. I get that, got that backwards, but they always use that as a promo, making it sound like she was angry and yelling when she actually wasn't angry and yelling. She was being funny, and she ended up winning that challenge. So, I mean, the ed the edits really give you that that vibe so the edit gave crystal this like hard like you have no idea what the fuck you're doing you're just kind of all over the place vibe and then when you watch the commercial she slayed it's amazing amazing i love the 80s style mall scenes all of it it's all of, and like all the backgrounds were all fuzzy like mm -hmm. and even the technology scenes were like like 80s like economies like it just <laughs> and then the voice yeah wow crystal <laughs> so funny um of course I mean, the product is hilarious. The mm. uses are amazing. Uh, she's wiping the counter with it. And then the dumb bitch hammered <laughs> the mullets. <laughs> the wisdom mullets. Like, <laughs> and I fucking died. And like, the, what killed me was not only that part, but watching the uh, uh, the pit crew boys stand on the other side of her like, oh, hmm, yeah. yeah, just like mm -hmm. on the other side. That makes and she's sense. Just like, and she's like sitting there like, hmm, hmm. Like, <laughs> it was perfect. I, like, the first time I watched it, I almost cried with laughter. I was laughing so hard at her commercial. Um, it was so thought out. It was very similar to Jackie's where, like, she knew exactly what she wanted to do from start to finish. Mm -hmm. And she hit, and she was very busy trying to do it in those 20 minutes. And she hit 
every single moment. She hit every single moment, got every single shot that she wanted to do. Um, it was perfect. I, I loved it. It was perfect. I I don't know if I can goop a performance, but I mean, I'm going to fucking goop a performance because I loved it. I was just like, it was beyond me that it was just so thought out because it was not what I expected because it came out from the editing that just said, this is what you get. <laughs> yeah, I definitely spooked it. It was yeah. my favorite commercial. Yeah. Me too. It was so good. Okay. Well, did we have anything else to say about the commercials? No. Okay. Well, then let's go on to when Rue asked who should go on tonight and why. Yes. Major question. Mm-hmm. Um, literally everyone says widow. And even Heidi, who didn't want to say. Okay. So I always hate this, this question because Alaska pointed this out in All Stars 2, or no, season five, when she asked this question, said who should go home tonight and why. Alaska is always the only person that ever gives a why. And she pointed that out. She said, well, you asked who should go home tonight, and I'm going to tell you who, and I'm going to tell you why. And, like, she made a statement to say that. When you go down the line, Jackie said a little bit of it, uh, but the only person who actually gave, like, a concise answer of why they should go home was, was Crystal. Crystal. Chris, what would you say? Also Widow. Well, she said the only person oh, yeah. whose performance was not as good or was as bad as mine. That's was true. Jan. You're right. Widow did give that as well. But Crystal gave a reason because she said – Crystal Crystal said that she has known Widow since she started drag, knows who she is, and did not see her in that video, um, which is a solid reason to say you should go home tonight. Everyone else was just like, Widow, 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 because they heard all the judges' critiques. So, like, they're, of course, going to say, oh, well, this is what I think. And then that gives me vibes back to season 10 when Vixen was on and, like, everyone else got to decide, like, who – or put – who they thought was in the bottom and then Vixen was suddenly like well I didn't think the person that needs to go home tonight is even on here she's like I think Eureka should have gone home like you know just cause and that's drama <laughs> Yeah, but like we didn't have that this time so well I mean it could be that they replaced or that they edited out some of their reasoning yeah you never know yeah but I do think that um, I'm sure they did but like yeah I don't know I think that that was very telling mm-hmm. of their performance in the state because even if you don't explain why, I have to imagine that the queens are taking into account for everything that's happened over the entire season. Well, that's also what I was looking at and said, okay, look at the entire season. Who would you still send home tonight? Because, like, okay, the bottom two end up being a, a Widow and um, Jan, Jan. But Jan has done so well the entire competition. I don't know. I would have... I don't know who, because the two other people that floundered were Gigi and uh, uh, Madam what, X, X um, which both Gigi, Madam X, and Jan also all have, have done, done well. Be, well this season. So I guess being in their position, I don't know who else what I would say, but like if I wanted to be shady, I would send someone like Heidi home. I would say like, well, Heidi's entire scene has been doing like poorly. Yeah. And then now, like, she hit a challenge that, like, she succeeded in. If I'm judging, and I would say something like, if I'm judging on the entire season, I would say Heidi. If I was judging on, like, just this week, this I week would alone, say, you know, Jan. so-and-so. I'd give two, Jan, yeah. Or Widow. Um, or Widow, yeah. I would give two different opinions there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's my whole idea. So, let me ask you this question. Who should go home tonight and why? <laughs> For me? Yeah. Widow. Okay. Widow should get, go home because she's been in the bottom for the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. She's not uh, exuding herself mm-hmm. in her challenges. Mm-hmm. The fashion is lacking. Yeah. Um, and then if we're just discussing this episode, she doesn't have the best look on the runway. Mm-hmm. And the commercial is terrible. Yeah. Okay. Ask me the question. Hey, Chris. Hey. 
who should go home tonight and why? Oh. Well, I don't like that you're putting me in this position. Widow. <laughs> um, but they're all my sisters. Widow, widow. because A, B, C, I've, I have a list here if you want to read it. I sent it to your inbox. It's this whole like list of, you know, Funny you should I ask. Don't. I have a five-page essay. <laughs> I'm ready to read. No, um, I agree with what you said. I have just not been impressed by Widow's looks and performances. And I, at this point, I'm tired of her excuses. Like, yes. every single time there is like, oh, well, I'm going to slay this because it's a dance competition. And, and they're she, like, why didn't you slay? And she's like, I, I don't, don't know. know. Or Snatch Game, when she was talking to Big Game about like, oh, this is you know something that you prepare for. And then she didn't do it. And she's like, well, why did everyone attack me? It's like, because you didn't prepare for the Snatch Game. Like, just over and over and over again. Like, it just has just gone downhill. Like, what she said in the thing, it's gone downhill since the first episode when she won. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's just not been um, consistent. She's not been, yeah, not been consistent. So. Um, also, she has the sob story on stage, which is usually a signifier of RuPaul's Either heart. RuPaul is going to feel bad yeah. and save her, mm-hmm. or RuPaul's tired of it. And you can never know what it is yeah. until it happens. Yes. Yeah. Um, so obviously we know who our bottoms are, mm-hmm. our widow and Jan. Yeah. Um, tops for you. So I had a difficult time deciding on who my tops were. Um, I, put, I had no problem whatsoever. I put Crystal, Heidi, and Jada, and couldn't decide between Jada and Jackie. I put Crystal and Heidi in the top, and mm-hmm. I did not select a third. But if okay. I did select a third, I'd have put Jackie in the top. Okay. And then for your bottoms. It was Widow and Jan, and if I had to select a third, um, I would have put Sherry in the bottom. Oh, okay. See, I chose Widow, Jan, and Gigi, and I hated Gigi's commercial so much that I actually, my bottom two would have been Widow and Gigi. Even though Gigi's runway was so gorgeous, I don't think that it saved her enough. Because I think that Jan's performance in her her commercial was not as bad. I thought it was not as bad as Gigi's. And then her look on the runway was still like mediocre to me and so like seeing like these two mediocre things is different than seeing like, this high and this like low low and like i don't know i feel like those two averaged out to be about the same so putting gg versus widow maybe would have still made sense in my mind i don't know yeah um i mean obviously we know that widow and jan are the bottoms yeah um i think the lip sync was a wash yeah. Because it was literally writ- written for Widow. For Widow, yeah. Which, I mean, has happened in past seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that it was fair. Mm-hmm. I think they both did well in the lip sync. But it, in my opinion, I mean, just looking at the lip sync, Widow won that lip sync. Yeah. Um, but and the so- song is built for Widow. And Widow is a Shaka Khan super fan. Yes. So I don't think that that's fair. And... Um, I think if I were to have done anything different than that, I would have had a double save. Yeah. So my problem with a double save is a couple things. Um, Widow embodied the emotion of the song um, and was entertaining. Jan did not embody the emotion of the song, but if you had taken the energy was there. She had all the energy and she was doing those kicks and flips and splits that every single white boy out there in America is, or every single gay boy out in America is like, yay, I love that. I love doing that. Because, I mean, you put a top 40 song on there, Jan would kick Widow's ass. A hundred percent. But literally, I mean, any other song that I can think of in mm-hmm. past histories besides like Aretha Franklin, Natural Woman yeah, or one, exactly. something like that, 
Jane would have kicked her ass. Exactly. Left, right, and sideways. Yeah. Like, what was last week's episode? Um, Britta. No. Well, what did Britta do? Uh, oh, yeah. It was Frozen. But still, I think no, Jan... No, Frozen was Britta and uh, Aiden. Uh, Britta versus Heidi was... Um, it was a dance song. What song was that? Oh, help me. Um, that's fine. But regardless, it was a dance song. And Heidi yeah. danced it and she, she beat her. Um, so, but yeah, exactly. So if Jan had a top 40, something that she could do kicks and splits and jumps to, she would have done that. But that song was not a kicks and splits and jumps. And like, that was a problem. If she had just like tried to embody more emotion, she could have done it. But like, and it's not even that much of an emotional song. Mm-mm. I think, I think it's, it's embodying a weird Shaka energy Khan. song. Yeah. It's embodying Shaka Khan. And I don't know Shaka Khan, but I know that widow embodied Shaka Khan. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I know a little bit of Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. just, I mean, her most popular hits or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, it's definitely an energy that is, is unique. It's yeah. Shaka Khan. There's nobody that does Shaka Khan yeah. except maybe Cheryl Lynn. Yeah. And widow did that. Well, okay, so we have our tops and bottoms, and um, Jan gets sent home. But I have to ask a question. Who do you think deserved to be the winner? Of the challenge? Mm-hmm. Crystal. I think so, too. Yeah. I don't know why Heidi was a winner. I think because RuPaul has seen her floundering, and she's floundered for a while. Well, so has Crystal. Crystal but was not floundering as, before Heidi. Yes, but Crystal's picked it up in the last yeah. couple weeks. And Heidi was late to the floundering and now she's floundering and this is her shoot back up to the top yeah but i feel like heidi only gave her or rupaul only gave it to heidi because she has a a emotional connection to heidi and because she gave the idea to heidi so like that's true i don't know but i do feel like like from crystal from last episode to this episode Mm -hmm. is an improvement but not as drastic an improvement as heidi yeah Correct. And I think RuPaul was excited to see that. Mm. So that's why she picked Heidi. And she said, you're listening. But Crystal's also listening. So why isn't she? And Michelle has said that mo- for the past three weeks that Crystal's listening. I don't know. My queen is now Crystal. And I want Crystal to do well. Yeah. And I want her to win a challenge. And I think that challenge should have been Crystal's challenge. <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for her moment. This is my moment. Yeah. Um, we all know from the beginning of this season mm-hmm. that Jan has been my queen mm-hmm. because I just love a drag queen with a single name. Jan. Just Jan. Except nothing well, else. Her real name is not just Jan. But. I know. But <laughs> she had to change it. And it honestly worked out in the better for her, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so my top four originally, I think. Jan, Gigi. Jan, Gigi. Uh, no, you Jackie. said Jan was number five. You didn't that was not in the very beginning. Oh. In the very beginning, I was Jan, Gigi, Jackie, and... Uh, Jada? I think I was Jada. Jan, okay. Jackie, yeah. And now, um, who did I switch off? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so Jan's gone. I have to go back and listen to the episode to see what we said. Yeah. I wrote it in my notes. Maybe I'll go oh. back and look. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it now. No. Um, but since Jan's gone, i got to replace her. Mm-hmm. So we're still going to go Jan, Jackie, GD. Um, or no, sorry, Jada, Jackie, GG. And if I have to put another one into the top, I guess it has to be Crystal. Um, yeah, I have to say at this point, so seeing how, how Crystal has been skyrocketing and seeing how she's been listening to all the critiques and like she has found her element, I have to put her in the top four now. So oh, I remember what my fourth, why Jan was fifth for me. You had Jan as fifth, right? 
Because it's Sherry. Yeah, but ugh. Um, we can hope that that's not going to happen, but from everything that I've been seeing, it is. So, depression. Yeah. Um, but I would say Jackie, because Jackie has been easily coasting and has not floundered. She has been, like, coasting high. Every yeah. single time. Every single time. It's not like she has not done well, because every single time she has done well, but just not well enough to beat someone else. So, like, she's still getting noticed, but, like, not noticed in the way that she wants to, uh, except for the one time that she did not do well. Um, but I would have to say Jackie, Jada, Gigi, and Crystal. Those are my top four that I want to yeah, happen. Me too. Um, I think next episode... It's it, got to be Widow. Widow is time I mean, to go. At this point, I would love Heidi. Love to see Heidi in the top six as opposed to. But she could have a, uh, a Cameron Michaels moment and have three lip syncs and she then could. keep going. She might even make it to the top four. I but. hate when that happens mm-hmm. because I don't think it's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roxy Andrews. Looking at you. Roxy Andrews. Yeah. Fucking. Cameron uh, Michaels. Yeah. Who was the one from. Carol. Who did Shangela say when she was trying to. Uh, uh, what's her name? Bayou Queen. Kennedy. No. Well, Kennedy, too. Well, yeah, but... Kennedy Davenport? Uh, who is it? I'm back, bitch. The Bayou Queen. She was... She had that blonde hair. Season 8. Oh, season 8. What is her name? Shangela saved her? In All-Stars 3. Season 8? Mm-hmm. The Bayou. Oh, Chichi Devane. Chichi Devane. Yeah, Chichi Devane. Yeah, Chichi Devane did yeah. terrible for like three season, three episodes. Well, even in season eight, she got in the bottom like three times, and she still clawed her way to the way top out. four. Was it top four? Cause, yeah, because they only did top three for that one. Oh, she was four. Watch that again. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I like a queen that can fight for her reason to stay there, but. There's only so much fighting you should be able to do before they're just Yeah, but the fighting, like, yeah, I was going to say the fighting should happen in your perform not not your, in your challenges, for not your in your lip sync. Exactly. So you allowing the lip sync to be the end all be all is not uh, should not always be the absolute decisive factor, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it definitely should should pay attention to and I think RuPaul has done this in the past because I've seen people that have won performances but they've been in the bottom four weeks in a row and she's like, "Okay, girl, like you're, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> we we can't keep just saving you. Um, so I don't know. It gets to that point because Widow has just been like coasting. She's been coasting, but at the bottom coasting, mm-hmm. and she keeps getting put in the bottom, but like not necessarily lip syncing. So she's lip synced for her life once, Twice. right? Twice. Who she, who else did she lip sync against? I gotta look that up. I think that she's only done it once to lip sync for her life, but she's been in the bottom three multiple times. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm like at the point of saying that she needs to. It's her time to go, and then I think Heidi's after that, and then we'll have our top five, four, five, whoever. I don't know. I, how pissed would you be if you were fifth, and then this whole Sherry Sherry thing happened, or Madame X thing happened, and then you're like, oh wow. Yeah. I was fifth, so I don't get the opportunity to. Uh, well, who knows if there will be a finale. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That's the big kicker there. So stay tuned. We'll find out. Um, well, okay. It was a, all in all um, a uh, good but disappointing episode it for me. It was a good episode. 
Yeah. It was a good episode. I always loved the product placement mm-hmm. ever since they did it with Katya because Katya she just slaying. knocked that shit yeah. out of the park. Especially when she came in and she said, and Ru- RuPaul, RuPaul and like, the guy was you like, you sure you want to yeah. do that? And she the was, guy like, was like, you just need to trash it all. And she's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to stick with this product. And she fucking won. So, she, oh, so good. Yeah. Her in Alaska and then her in Alaska lip syncs and then Alaska sent home Tatiana again mm-hmm. for the second time with the same lip sync people. And Katya disagreed again mm-hmm. because Katya wanted us in Roxy Andrews' home again, again. <laughs> for the second time in a row. And she was Jesus. like, I don't have a vendetta against you. Wait, uh, that wasn't that episode, was it? Yes, it was. I just remember being so angry. Yeah, me too. All Stars 2 was a whole level of angry. Yeah. Anyways, let's wrap this thing up. Well, <laughs> wow. um, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah um, I mean, it was good. It was classic. I loved it. You know what else is really good? Um, economy works. Yeah. I love economy works. As soon as this loads about, I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Please. Um, I would, I'm would. i dying to know. You want to know about it? Yeah. You want to know about reading? Period. Oh, I want the reading challenge so bad. Come Me on. too. I'm upset about it. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works, <laughs> a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. <laughs> with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E C O N O M I W O R K S.com. Love that. Love that for us. Um, I'm going to go ahead and plug ourselves again one more time. Because we only did it love once it if you this did episode. That. Um, you should always follow us on rspoopypodcast.com, but also follow us on Instagram at rspoopypodcast. Follow us on Facebook at rspoop, Twitter at rspoopy, and Instagram at rspoopypodcast. Um, did I say that already? Yeah. That's fine. We'll do drop it, us a line. Do it twice. <laughs> drop, us, drop us a line at rspoopypodcast at gmail.com. Um, but you know who else we should plug? Let's, Let's talk, talk about gay stuff. Gay stuff. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff is a great podcast. Mm-hmm. And they are providing so much content, baby, about our history. When I say content, I mean content. content. 17 O's, yeah. a couple E's, yeah. and the T's at the end, Just I think they go on until affinity. Probably. I mean, they are almost up to their year of a podcast as well, because mm-hmm. we basically started a podcast very similar times that we started first. Um, and uh, um, I think it's just water. But... Um, Yes, and so they have content that they have posted every single day, and on top of that, they post a couple times a day. So if you are looking for someone to follow that is going to give you a history lesson and learn you something, you should follow Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Instagram.com, um, Talk Gay Stuff at Twitter, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff on Facebook, and drop them a line at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at gmail.com. Did I hit all of them? I think that was all of them, right? Okay, that's fine. Um, so, yes, they are one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, not just because they're our sister podcast, but also because I am a young gay that um, I guess has get, gotten away with a little bit of privilege. So listening to what has brought us to where we are today has been phenomenal in every aspect of the word because they have taught me how to be an educated homosexual. An educated LGBTQ. LGBTQ, exactly. Love that. Love that for us. Um, but also join us at our sassy hours. I'm going to plug that as well. Yeah. What else can we plug? Um, plug our sassy hours. Um, plug that lamp in over there. <laughs> there's no plug. Um, there's also no lamp. 
<laughs> it's the dog bowl. Oh, okay. The cord's it. underneath. Gotcha. Um, our sassy hours, I plugged it already once. Sassy hours are on Tuesday at 6 p.m. on Let's Talk About Gay Stuff at Facebook and our, our spoop on Facebook as well. Um, you can just search our spoop podcast. It'll show up. Um, but listen to us. Join us. Drink with us. Enjoy some time. Enjoy Kiki with us. You can comment with us, which is what I like about that because it is live, honey. So we will see your comments. We will respond to your comments. And I love that because we actually get to interact with our audience for the first time ever. So, and especially on top of that, both of the podcasts are put together. So you get the funny, crazy, uh, spooky podcast and the funny education of <laughs> Let's Talk About Gay Stuff put together in one podcast or one um, live video. And it's very much a good time every single time. Kendall uh, will definitely tell some uh, some uh, sensual jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony's going to wear sunglasses so nobody knows if he's asleep or not. Uh, he's normally just asleep. Uh, Tony or Thomas is going to laugh. At every joke, mm-hmm. um, something's gonna embarrass you, and, and I'll pinch my cheeks. Yeah, and then <laughs> I'm just gonna sit there and look beautiful. Okay, shut up. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying facts. <laughs> just tell them the tell them the world what's real. Um, and then also, I will also plug something that is very important to a both of us coming up soon is our one year episode. Yeah. That is coming up in three weeks, um, and I am so excited because we have so many surprises for you guys about what we're going to do for our 52nd episode. Let's, you, let's just tell them about the, the hours that we're going to put in on this. I uh, know. We are putting in a lot of time for you guys. I've already started, and I'm loving every second of it because I have already written down a bunch of ideas. So. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So we are ready, honey. We have a lot of things going on, so make sure you stay tuned for the next three weeks because we are going to start putting that content out for Together. you guys. I am excited. So that's all I got to plug. Yeah, you got anything too. else? Um, maybe we should tell them about getting Ruby. Ruby oh, with Ruby. it. Ruby with it. <laughs> Don't forget what podcast you're on. No. 